Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hell's Newsletter. We are back after a three-month hiatus since March 30th? Yeah, something March like 13th, that. I think. No. 30th? February. No, we did one in March. Really? I swear to God we did one in March. Maybe then it was the first episode of March. I, I think it was, yeah, March 15th was our highest date, and now we're back for June 15th. That makes sense. Either way, welcome back. It's currently episode 32. Do you believe that this podcast has been going for 32 episodes? Um, a little bit, because I've kind of gotten into it. It's almost become a routine now. It has. Like, oh, like, fuck, when's that? When, do we have a recording this week? Yeah, it has been that. Not but really. like it, it's also just so far from when we started this during the initial pandemic in uh, 2020. Yeah. Like, we did four episodes over the span of two years, and then last year just said, fuck it, and did, like, 23 episodes in a single year. Yep. That was some top-tier shit. Yeah, we've been doing really good. Um, But yes, so for those who didn't know or don't follow our social medias, uh, I posted back in March saying we were going on a small hiatus for personal reasons. Uh, That is now over, and we are back. So the rest of this year, the last six months, y'all are going to be seeing us again twice a month uh, with some better content. We're going to be getting some more guests on, hopefully, and just all around going about some more stuff. Hell yeah. Uh, You know, we wanted to make sure when we came back from this hiatus, we wanted to make sure we were a little bigger and better, right? Yeah. We're going to do a couple couple things here and there. Yeah, no, absolutely. We definitely want to get some more guest songs. We know we were slacking in that on the later half of the, like last year and the beginning of this year. Um, but yeah, it'd definitely be nice to have some more people on, get some more content creators. Uh, and as I've said before, all of our like you know uh, guest applications and like you know suggestions to improve the podcast are always in the description on our social medias. If you want to see other creators, let us know. I will do my best to reach out to them. But yeah, Hell yeah. Uh, that being said. Uh, today's episode is about creator mental health, um, which is kind of a stack on from the uh, last episode, which was uh, creator safety. Well, you know what? Uh, before we get into that. Before we get into it. How have you been lately? I have been, I've been interesting. It's been an interesting end of my school year, I will say. Uh, those who haven't known this, I've been on my school's newsroom for the last two semesters, and we actually just did a magazine print. But here's oh, where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. So mostly I've been doing news and opinion articles in our newspaper, but for the magazine print, I got to do something extra special. I got to write an article on the Thirst Project and Legacy of Leadership, there you go. which are two charities oh, yeah, I work did... closely with. Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, but guess what? The magazine mm-hmm. print, it comes out tomorrow morning. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to Luke, by the way. He works with Thirst Project. He's a great guy. I absolutely love him. He got me almost all the information I needed for the article, uh, and it was perfect. Hell yeah. And I'm actually going to see him next month. Yeah, I was about to say, you're going to, the, uh, you're going to help out, right? Yeah, the Thirst Gala. I'm going to volunteer again. Uh, I got an Airbnb already, so I'm just going to drive down uh, Thursday, help out Friday, Saturday, and then I'm driving back Sunday morning. There you go. Yep, it's gonna be fun. Yes, how about oh, you? Yeah. How you been doing? Well, <laughs> I dropped out of college. <laughs> Listen, no, that I'm makes two. To be fair, that makes two of us. 
Uh, I withdrew from college for a bit. Um, you know, I've been working job. I've been doing renovations. My <laughs> my car. I don't know. Last like three months have just been bills, bills, and uh, did I mention more bills? Yeah. No, I feel. Uh, because I've gotten into two car accidents. Both of them weren't my fault, but one of them was blamed on me for the by the insurance. Of Grace. course, gotta love insurance. Of course. So I can't wait for the next, you know, probably August when I have to buy insurance again. Yeah, can't wait yeah. for my dedu- deductible to go up. Can't wait. Yep. Uh, now that car has laid its final resting place, it's sitting outside. That's how it uh, goes. I have to do it. I have to get a new one now. That's how it goes. Um, but something actually exciting. I'm taking my first vacation that was enabled by me, right? So this is the first time I've gone somewhere that, like, I paid for the trip, you know, planned it out, everything. Like, you're the one right? who set everything up. Exactly. It's not like a family trip or anything. No, I'm going with one of my friends. We're going up to Boston in July to the uh, there's the RLCS Spring Major is there, which if you don't know, it's uh, Rocket League esports. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, I will say for one, I didn't know that because I suck at Rocket League. <laughs> Hopefully, are the team that uh, team that I like. I'm a Team Falcons fan. Hopefully, they make it. Hopefully the qualifications are about right now. So, oh, so they're, they're up against it. Yeah, so basically it kind of works as there's a couple events, right? And you earn a certain amount of points for winning the uh winning the it's called either an open or closed split, right? And uh for our region which would be the Middle East or in North Africa, there's only one spot. One spot. So um, we would have to rule one, another team in our division already won the first open, so we would have to win the next two. Okay. So they would need need to just fight straight through it then. Pretty much, yeah. Hey, hopefully they get there. Hopefully. And uh, that's about it. <laughs> that's fair. But yeah, I mean, that's a little update on us. Uh, I will say, slight little promo thing. If you guys are interested in streams and, you know, you enjoy charity streams, I have a couple big ones coming up this summer. Uh, that'll be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, I will be there moderating. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah, he'll also probably be playing with me at a couple points as well. Um, yeah, June's going to feature some stuff for the Trevor Project and the LGBTQ related charities, and then July is all about Thirst Project. So, yeah, yeah. we shall see how it goes. But yeah, um, you want to get into it? Yeah, we'll pause right. real quick. And we're back. Sorry, I'm going to apologize because you've just brought this up to me. You are going to hear a bit of background noise from my end, uh, this time. Uh, it's not something I can really control at the moment. But yeah, we will uh, we'll get past it. But yeah, um, let's get into it. So, creator mental health. Now, I know there's going to be a few people at least probably wondering, 
why are you calling it creator mental health as opposed to just mental health? And this is, objectively, this is my opinion here, but creator mental health is definitely a lot more unstable than the average person's. And uh, yeah, I'd like to state what, yeah, I'd like to state why I believe that. The reason I believe that is because any normal person, like just at your, your average person who doesn't do content creation, doesn't do any of that. They are rarely, and I mean, rarely, if ever, in a public eye. Like, you're yeah. not being watched by a couple hundred people or, you know, in the case of bigger streamers, a couple thousand at a time. Um, and, you know, at that point when you're a larger creator, like the larger you get, the more people are like are seeing you and knowing who you are. But at that point, one thing that comes to it is it's just the weight of all of these people because they're watching your every move at this point. There are some people who are obsessed enough and they're like, you know, they're watching your every move. And there's also the people that are like, you know, they see you fuck up. They will witch hunt you across the Internet. Yeah, so, it's for sure. It's it's definitely. Uh, I think it's gotten better over the years, but it's it, back in back in the Twitch ye old Twitch days. It used to be a very dog eat dog world. I mean, I'd argue that it's gotten better and worse in some aspects. I was about to say that. I, I was about to say that. That's true because there's I just feel like now there's some. I just bad. feel like now, yeah, I feel like the the creator place is kind of oversaturated a little bit it is and i mean i like it's just it's things to be said is like first of all i want to say that i don't condone bullying of creators or anything of that sort all right like it's it's not okay if they're a bad person you know harass them off the internet all you want i don't care um but like you know if, if it's just a normal creator who made an honest mistake you know i don't support witch hunting them um yeah for sure like, I mean, God knows that, like, if it, hell, if the days of witch hunting still existed, uh, on, like, in the creator space, God knows I would have been by now. Because one thing that comes, Wait. huh? I said, oh, yeah. No, yeah, because God knows, like, the, I have one, one distinct memory that comes to mind that could have gotten me in a lot of trouble if there were, uh, if there were still, like, you know, big days of witch hunting. And it was because mm -hmm. I was streaming with another creator friend of mine a while back. Uh, I think you were there as well, actually. Uh, we were all playing GTA together, and I had a follow username. I had a troll, and it happened to be the end. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Except it got worse. It got worse. Because there was a lot of talking over each other. So the person I was... The, one of the people I was fighting in the game, we were playing GTA, we were in a deathmatch. Um, I ended up killing them. And then I leaned over, looked at the thing, didn't think about the username, and I said, Thank you for the follow, and I read out the username. Uh, yeah. But it gets worse. That other creator friend of mine thought I killed them and then just dropped a slur. Or dropped a slur? Straight up. Uh, straight up. Immediately after, uh, immediately after, he starts saying, hold on, hold on, you can't say that. You can't say that. Wait a minute. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. If the days of witch hunting creators still existed for mistakes like that, I would have been executed on the spot. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I will admit, I should have read the name out. I do read names more cautiously now, but, like, just the immediate knowledge of, like, saying that, realizing it, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've said some questionable things on, on stream as well. Oh, same. Um, like, uh, I have I have dropped 
I have dropped the uh, the, what the, the the we'll say the N bomb before. Yes, on on stream, but not in the <laughs> not in a bad way. I was singing a song. All right. Yes. <laughs> and I, I just kind of forgot I was streaming. I will say that. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> sorry. No, it's fair. I will say though, it is definitely more acceptable for you to say that than it is for me. It is true. It like, is true. It's still not something that like we both neither of us want to like drop like you know like heavy words on streams and stuff like that. But yeah, I definitely understand that. Yeah, and then there was that one time where I was stretching. And I said, um, I mean, crack my, crack my black <laughs> instead of my back. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, that, yeah. That would have gotten it. That would have gotten it right there. Yep, that was, that's oof 2020 right there. There's a clip of that somewhere. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, God. The amount of clips that I've found that I've, like, had to delete myself because I was like, oh, this cannot be on my channel is concerning like yeah i'll admit i know yeah. it's not my regulars doing it and i mean if it is you know half time i'll just be like yo what the fuck but it's just it's concerning when i see somebody clip something that shouldn't be clipped yeah for sure but yeah. i was about to say that's another that's another thing is like uh that kind of leads into creators mental health is like your, your privacy right when it oh, comes absolutely. to like your home and stuff like that like because... I'll say this right now, I I have known a few uh, uh, femme presenting creators in my time, and mm -hmm. this is just something that I've like I've noticed. They haven't even like had to tell me this, but something that takes a toll. Like if you don't present as like you know anything other, like if you don't present as a dude, more than likely you were going to be target like you, more than likely you were going to be targeted for harassment like i in my in mm -hmm. my opinion there's three levels of harassment that creators deal with all right the people who get it the worst are any creator who is anything other than a dude pretty much cuz i mean right hell all you have to do is open up twitter or instagram or anything like that and you'll see thousands of like posts from idiot streamers that are saying Oh, women get more followers because they have tits, and it's like, no, you're just less entertaining than pair of tits. Um, yeah, like I, yeah. I'm sorry, but it's true. But like <laughs> the the second level, the second worst level of get of harassment is if you're a dude who is a race other than white, you will also deal with the like harassment and shit like that. Yeah, and then the last level is like you know if you're a white dude. More than likely, you're going to see very little harassment. And I mean, you can disagree with me all you want, but as a straight white guy, you're going to see almost zero harassment from the internet. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be coming into your streams, coming into your, going on your videos or doing anything and just going on there and being like, oh, we're harassing you because you're a straight white. Like, no, nobody gives a shit. Like, yeah, see. The thing is that people, I think people don't even think about it's like even profile pictures can get you uh, discriminated. Like me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, do you know how, remember how before on Ubisoft, my uh, my profile picture was me staring into my camera, right? Yeah. I physically had to change it. I had to. 
Yeah, I guarantee people kept like throwing evidence at you. Every yes, and I mean, we're not even talking. We're not even talking like, oh, they hear me speak and then look at my profile picture. No, no, no. we're talking still in the loading screen. They see it. They see my profile picture and and drop a hard R. And we and sure, sure, one or two lobbies a day. I don't really give a damn. I've heard it plenty all my life. But when it's every lobby. It's whatever. When it was every lobby, every time I got on the game, like that, that's just ridiculous. I would lose it. I'm like, I'm saying this right now. I would absolutely lose it at some point. It it got so ridiculous. Because it's it's just like the... uh... You good? My headset just died. And we're back. What is up? Uh, sorry, we had some talking lifties. Wolf's headset died, so he's back with us in desktop mode. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, it's fine. But, uh, yeah, as we were saying, uh, we were talking about, uh, My, yeah, the lobby. Yourself in a lobby, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, but I just, it, it, it was getting to the point, uh, where I just got really, really tired of dealing with it every day, right? I mean, I would too. And, right. Like, I, I listen, I deal, I don't get it a lot in real life, right? But, like, I deal with it enough <laughs> that I don't need any more. <laughs> like, I mean, these stupid fucking either kids or 40 year old men that have nothing to do with their lives. Yeah. I mean, even if it never happens to you in real life, it's still like fucking annoying shit. Like, yeah. It, I'll be honest, like, the this one thing that has always, like, come through my mind, and I mean, I know it's thrown around on social media as, like, oh, this was a funny clip, but it also takes to mind. There's another podcast clip that I've seen out there, and I forget who it was, but they had this guy on, and he was basically, like, saying how, oh, I've never actually been, like, called uh, the N-word straight to my face by, like, another race. Like, that's never happened. And uh, another guy next to him, like, made the joke, was like, you ready? Uh... Ready. (laughs) It was okay. Like I'll admit, it was a funny clip. It was a funny clip. I'll admit, but it also it like it takes into mind is like you know even if it never happens to you, it's still kind of like a you don't want it to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, like I know they were all joking on that podcast and they were all like friends, but like it's still like some even if it has never happened to you as a minority, it's still something that you just you don't want it. It doesn't. You don't want it to happen. You don't want to know what it's like. And it's something that you still have to keep in the back of your mind when you're you walking for when you're walking in the in the in the public place. You have to. Yeah, because if this... you're not, it's gonna it's gonna unfortunately slap you in the face and uh, reality checks are a bitch, let me tell you. Oh no, absolutely. Like I mean I'll it's it, it like it's that stretches to everybody who's not like a cis white dude. And I mean it's like, you know, if you're part of a minority race, it's you're going to get like, you know, racial things thrown at you. If you're part of a different gender, that's a guy you're going to get like, you know, sexual harassment thrown at you. And it's like it's something that like more people need to bear in mind is like, you know, if normal people have to prepare for stuff like this, can you imagine what a creator has to do to prepare for this? Because they are mm-hmm. always, always in the spotlight like they're. It's not like they're just, oh, you know, they had a stream and, you know, now they're in the popular tab. Like, uh, who are some creators that blew up that are a good example of this? Like, 
Uh, Kai. Who? Kai. Uh, 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 biggest streamer on Twitch right now. He's got most subs. Uh, he's a black dude. I don't he's know him, but yeah, yeah. Most yeah. subbed on you. Oh, funny story. Which funny story? My, most subbed on YouTube, and it that that is what took uh you Twitch to actually acknowledge him. That's and like any story. other achievement he did before that, nothing. Radio silence. They just did not give a damn. Yeah, that's fucked. But, but I mean, uh, you know, yeah. of course, when he hits number one on Twitch and subs, oh, yeah. Yeah, of course they're going to acknowledge him. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, when it comes to it, it's like just a, it's a whole mess of like stuff that like all of these like normal people have to prepare for thinking about what a creator has to do is just insane. Like and this this ranges from like, as I said, minorities, people who identify as different genders like that are other than men. And it's like it goes on like, I mean, mm. I know that I personally will never understand, like, you know, the amount of shit that, like, uh, a black creator will have to prepare for when they're launching up a stream. Like, they know they have, probably have to, like, get their mods in there and look out for slurs and so forth. Like, you know, any uh, femme-presenting content creator or someone who isn't a man, like, you know, they they have to prepare, like, you know, make sure their mods are, like, ready to like, stop sexual harassment in the chat and so forth. And it's, like, it's just insane to me. And it doesn't even stop there, too, which is, like, the other side of it. Like, there, those same internet chat trolls, not all of them are, but there are going to be someone, some of them with the stupidity to try that in real life, too. That's true. Like, it's, it's insane to me. Like, like I'm going to, I'm going to call back to the Amaranth situation from months ago. Um, mm -hmm. And this isn't, like, you know, regarding uh, her shitty partner, but, like, this is regarding what happened to TwitchCon. Um, right. I was there last year. I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't aware that she was there. I don't follow many large creators, if any, but, um, I found out months later that like, you know, during that convention, police had to be called to like her hotel room door because of some shit that had happened. And I was like, that's mm -hmm. fucked. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of the knowledge that like, you know, once you become a larger creator, once your name and like your face and image are out in the spotlight there, you are never really truly safe at that point and that goes yeah, not like not sure. just for minority creators it goes for all creators like every mistake that you make is going to have thousands of eyes on it every part of you is going to be torn apart by trolls like they're always going to be trying something and here and here's the thing another thing is like even cis white males right no, if you yeah, have a southern accident if you have a southern accent, most of the time, unfortunately, people are going to be based on, you know, stereotypes. They're going to assume you're a racist. Based on stereotypes, they're going to think you're a racist. Like they're going to hear and a southern accent and be like, oh, look, this is a guy who hates whatever race. Exactly. And I, I think that's just terrible because I know plenty, plenty of people who uh, talk, uh, speak in that accent. Uh, the southern draw, as we as we, as here in America we call it, uh, but uh, I know plenty of people. Huh? Yeah, and I mean, I'm it's perfectly good human beings. Yeah, and I mean, like that's another thing too. Is like half the time, if something you like, someone has a different opinion on as a creator, it doesn't matter what like race, gender, whatever you are. Like, there's a high chance you'll be harassed over that too. 
Like, it's it also brings in the matter of like the things you support as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, for example, uh, with Roe v. Wade, I after that all like after that all had happened, I did a couple fundraiser streams for the uh, National Abortion Fund, the NA some I don't remember the acronym. Um, but it was, yeah, it's something, but, uh, I did a couple charity streams for them and I like every single time I was in that charity stream, every time I saw a new name in there, I just kind of had to mentally prepare myself. I was like, okay, this is either somebody who's just coming in to say hi because they found the stream somehow, or this is about to be one of the most annoying chat scenarios of my life. Yeah. It's yeah. like. It's just, it's a mess. And I mean, the thing is, is when it comes to creator harassment too, like, people need to understand that not only the creator is taking the abuse, because it's the, the moderators as well. It's the community and the moderators yeah. as well, because while the community witnesses it sometimes, I will say the creator and the moderators get the worst of it, because... Say, yeah. for example, I've seen countless scenarios like creators posting like, hey, you know, a mod banned this person and then this person made alt accounts and started harassing my moderator team. And I'm like, that's not OK. Yeah, it's no, just it's a mess. Like people are just people go in and they just they leave it as free reign because, I mean, people half the time don't view creators as people. And I mean, to add which is that, crazy. It is crazy. But I mean, to add into it, too, there was like another thing I witnessed recently. Uh, in a social media comment. I was on a section. I don't remember what the video or the post was. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. uh, it was something about, you know, how like how it is difficult to be a creator sometimes. And somebody had commented there and said, what do you mean? Like, the creator had posted basically saying how difficult it was sometimes to be a creator. Uh, and some some uh, idiot commented and said, like, Oh come on! It can't, like it's not hard at all. Stop being a little bitch. All you have to do is like play a game and like stream. And it's like, it's it's not like I'm gonna tell you firsthand. Oh, well, I mean, I'm gonna tell like everybody firsthand right now. It's not as simple as just opening a game and hitting go live. Sure, as a smaller creator, yeah, that it can it can be as simple as that. Like you know, if you just want to stream as a hobby, it can be as simple as that. But if it's your job. Like, here's something to consider. With your job, if you work retail, if you work in an office, if you do anything, you have a set date and time that you have to be there. And you have no worry about whether your job is going to pay you or not that month. When it comes yeah, to being you a work creator, the hours, you work the hours, you get the money. Exactly. There's being no a guarantee pay for a creator. How it runs is, sure. like, your revenue depends entirely on your community ads and sponsorships that is it mm -hmm. if you can't get sponsorships you're not getting paid from sponsorships and you're just getting ad stuff if the community like isn't able to financially support you which is not a bad thing by the way like you know it happens everybody has like their monetary issues and that's okay mm -hmm. but if the community is unable to like you know donate or do anything like that you're not getting paid there which means your only revenue is ads and that is not a lot of money like you don't get paid much from that so at that yeah. rate you are literally just fucked like, For you sure. can say all you want that being a creator is easy, but I mean, I guarantee you, the lot of you that say that would not last five seconds in like even a moderately uh, a moderately small creator's shoes. 
when Markiplier hit like five million subs or something like that, right? There was he it's his his first famous crying video, right? Where he's crying, uh, he's crying at a tribute video, right? Yeah, it's that one famous thing. But he said something in that video that kind of really changed the way I looked at content creators, right? Because we put all the we put all these big content creators such as hit him, Jacksepticeye, PewDiePie, you know, and on Twitch, uh, you know, Peng or you know, Penguin Zero to put an example. We put all these people on a pedestal, right? As if like they're these immortal beings, right, that have just come to entertain us. Yeah. But in reality it's it's just it's just not true. They're just they're just normal people, just as us. Yeah, no, that's and just what one thing Mark, that I will always stand for. And it's it's the fact that celebrities, content creators, anything, they are no more than you are. They are the yeah. same person walking down a street to go grocery shopping. They are the same person driving out to you know go on a simple vacation or something like that. They are the exact same as you and I, just walking down yeah. and going about their life. The only difference is the fact is that more people know them. And yep, I mean, they have you're not going to call somebody. Yeah, you're not going to call somebody who has. 100 friends versus five friends. You're not going to call that person who has 100 friends a celebrity. Exactly. Like, they're no different. They just know more people. Mm -hmm. And uh, the point he made in that video is, like, the reason why he feels so sad about the tribute video, right, was no matter how many conventions, no matter how many meetups you do, you will not be able to know your entire audience. You can't. You no, it's, it's impossible. Physically impossible. Even if you are a small create, even if you are a small creator, uh, such as like myself, right? Who's at I think two eighty, some somewhere, somewhere around there, right? Two hundred eighty followers. Yeah. Think about putting two, three, basically three hundred people in a room, exactly. and then it's impossible. Uh, just trying to interact with every single one of them. Like, it just doesn't work. It doesn't. Like, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm I'm approaching a thousand at the moment on Twitch. And it's like, just even thinking about, like, meeting each one of those almost thousand people is, like, insane. Because here's the thing. If they all lived in the same city, sure, that's not a difficult task. But that's the thing. It's content creation. That creation goes onto the internet where billions, billions of people have access to it. Forever. There is no surefire way to ever get all of those people into a room. And I can tell you why. It's because, A, half the time, most people can't even cross, like, will travel across a continent in their life. Well, that's like, it. I was about to say, well, that's the thing. Most of the time that uh, these big creators have all the these audiences, right? Um, take, like, the, the TikTok convention, for an example, right? Yeah. Their audience is so spread out. That like when they host a meetup, they they were super surprised that no one was there. I'm like, dude, if half your audience is in, you know, if you're half your, if half audience, your audience is from Australia, the UK, like... yeah, and you're hosting an event in America, of course no one's gonna show up. Yeah, like you if kidding the, me. If majority of your audience is somewhere there, it's just like people are not gonna be there. Like I mean, unless Plus, you have a follower account in like the very high hundreds of thousands or over a million, it's more than likely that it's not going to work. And plus, and, even if you 
Yeah, even if you do have a high um, follower count, it's still not a guarantee. Like yeah. uh, Ethan, crank, crank gameplays, right? He had to, he wanted to make a tour uh, through Europe. He had to cancel it. Why? And he was straight up honest with his audience. There wasn't enough tickets. Not enough Literally. sales. Not enough sales. It's, it's how and it goes. Couldn't the trip. Couldn't go. And it, it is what it is. Yeah, no, I mean, it is what it is, but it's also like, yeah, people just don't understand that that, that is it. Like, Yeah, they don't understand how how spread out the internet is. Yeah. Because I mean, it is literally the world wide web. Well, another thing about it is they also don't understand that, like, creators really aren't making that much compared to other people. Like, there are thousands of mm-hmm. careers out there that pay more than a creator. But do you know why they do it? It's because they either, A, love what they do, or sometimes they get trapped into it. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not a thing you can switch out of so easily. Sometimes when you become a creator, it's just, that is it. Like, you have that. Like, for me, for example, I'm doing it because I want to, because I love doing it. And it's one of my favorite things. But there are content creators who thought it would be fun, like, in the early days, and they got trapped into it. Now they're just stuck, because if they try and leave, if they try and deviate to do stuff that they want to do, they know either their viewership's going to suffer or their channel may just fall entirely. And if that and happens, they don't have a job anymore all of a sudden. And to add on to that note, think about the people like Markiplier who took the risk of this man dropped out of engineering school. You kidding? Absolutely. Engineering college. Sacrificed an entire career to do this YouTube. And it just so happened to work out. That does not happen. It, yeah, it doesn't. Like, it, it's very to, rare. You need to also be aware of like the people that like. People are always like, "Oh, you know, they just got lucky and blew up." And I'm just like, "Yeah, no. Sometimes they do, but also, more than likely, most of the big creators today did not get lucky and blow up. They put in the fucking work, and it paid off. So much hard work. Like I remember watching Pe- uh, PewDiePie back in the day. Right? Yeah, like it's. I it's came around. Yeah, I came around at around. Um, the first, the first memory I have, right, like of the first video I've seen from him, yeah, that uh, appeared on my feed was the hundred K special, right? Yeah. So and it was uploaded within two weeks of that. So that's when I was subbed in. Yeah, um, and I mean, I'll even and say like, this. even back then, even back then, this man was posting nearly daily on uh, basically uh, uh, a microwave laptop. In in the, sitting in his the corner of a, a tiny ass apartment, just barely getting by. It's it's how it goes. Like half these creators when they started out, like they were borderline working themselves to death. And I mean, it's it's how it has to be sometimes. Like you know, I'm even out here right now. Like I I have I think four to five projects going on at any given moment, and I'm working on all of them half the time. Like it's it's to a point like. And I know I try never to like state this out loud, but it needs to be said more often that like half the time people are always complaining and being like, oh, being a creator is so easy. You know, they probably just make a fucking video, send it off to their editors and it's like and then they move on. It's like, no, they're constantly brainstorming new ideas, planning like things out. It's what they have to do. Like, I'll tell you this right now. I like I have a script. I have a script writing area that I like do stuff in. I'll tell you this right now. There are seven projects in there right now. And I'm mm-hmm. working on all of them. You know what I'm also doing? Writing a book series. I'm like, I'm also working on short films that I need to go out and film. And it's like, 
I am a one man crew doing all of this because yeah. nobody in my area, none of my community lives in my area. I don't know mm -hmm. any of my community IRL. So I am, I am solo. And if I want to work with people who are like trying to like, if I want to work with people in my community who are trying to support me, I have to go to them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for example, uh, I have a couple community members who are like, yeah, you know, if you want to help with the short film, like I can work with that. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to need to go to your state in that case for that, though. Uh, or I'm going to at least need to get nearby where you can, like, drive less than an hour to meet me. Right, yeah. Like, it's it's a mess. Because it's like, people just don't realize the amount of work that you have to physically throw into being a creator. Like, it's, that's, it's a dumb That's why task. I always... That's why even, like, when I was a kid and I would hear, like, watching, sitting there at, my, at the table watching YouTube videos, right? while i'm eating or something like that and i would hear behind me from like uh, uh either like my dad or you know just whoever's passing by oh you just he just sits there and plays games and oh. makes money and it's like I, ne I never really understood that perspective but i also never really understood how to explain it right no i mean it's how much here. work it goes into it it's the same which here, at like the time so at the time, it. I really didn't fully uh, uh, comprehend how much work it was until I got into content creation myself. And, oh my god! I'm no, I'm right there with you. Like I used to hear that. Like for those who don't know, I started doing content creation when I was 12. I've been doing it for mm -hmm. almost a decade of my life. Um, it's a bit under various channels, and I mean, you know, as always, when someone first starts out, especially if they're a young kid, it's not going to be perfect. But it's like. I have been mm -hmm. doing it for this long, and it's like the one thing that I never could explain to like relatives who would make comments or like other like ex friends of mine who would also make comments. They'd just be like, "Oh, it's not that hard. You just have to like do this." And I'm like, "No, it. You have to put in work." Like I've had friends before who I do not talk to anymore, and they would always be like, "Oh, well, you know what? You're like you're never available to do this stuff." And I'm just like, "I'm aware that I'm not available. I am." building a career from scratch like it's not like for example if they, if they were in college like you know i knew them before college but it's like you know like i've had like i bet if they were in college now like the thing is they have a career path they have building blocks because they have people showing them what to do there is and no there is no like building blocks for a creator like you need to be good at marketing yourself you need to be good at like you know being able to show what you do in short passions and you need to teach yourself all these skills that places are going to teach you to be a content creator i would i was just about to say that there are so many things that you have to that that i have so i've had to self-teach myself just by the experiencing right which is like a lot of things in life. um but um when it comes to like content creation stuff like um editing uh workload exactly um like, and I'm gonna add a little thing about that real quick. Yeah, yeah. I know that some people are gonna say like, "Oh, well, they can teach you ed like video editing in college." Yes, but here's yeah, the thing. you sit at a fucking computer for two and a half hours trying to subtitle a video. All right, no, but it's not just that. It's also the fact that <laughs> like you know, I know that people are gonna say like, "Oh, marketing," you know, marketing editing. Like they teach that in college. Yes, but no creator is gonna go to college to get a degree, and I'll tell you why. You do not need a degree to be a creator. Be a content like, creator. You do not. Absolutely not. This is something that I will 
forever hold the belief on. I do not believe degrees are useless. Let me just preface by saying that. But I will tell you what I believe about degrees. They are literally, and I mean literally, only designed to make you look good on a job resume. They're pieces you, of paper. They're pieces of paper. They're golden you pieces can of teach paper. yourself every skill that college teaches you by yourself. And I guarantee you, you that someone with a degree would get hired over you. Yep. It's and and here's the, the thing. Works. But like, and here's the thing about content creators, right? There is no, no matter, even if we wanted to, even if we wanted to get a degree in content creation, you telling me there's a degree in Twitch right now? There's not. No. Like, I'll tell you this no. right now. It's not just until not recently. Not until recently has that has that ever existed. Sure, now there are jobs like social media uh, managers and stuff like that. So you can take a marketing degree and that looks good on that. But that didn't exist back then. I mean, even now, uh, like, it's like it's a moot point. Like to get something like a social like to get a job like a social media manager, even then, you're really not a content creator at that point. You're working for one. Yes. But like. It's it's just like it's a whole thing. I don't know, though. I don't know, because it, it, de it really depends on what kind of content uh, manager you are, because certain ones, um, on like I'll say, oh, oh, hang on. sorry about that. We're back. Had a minor interruption. Um, but basically to just go back on it like you know again yeah there is no degree to be a content creator like you know you can get degrees in social media management like or like marketing for social media management and stuff but half the yeah, time yeah but there's no degree for a large company or working for a content creator like yeah there are there, different levels there's, of no it. there's no degree right that you could that literally says twitch streamer that you can take to twitch right and, and just, hand and it basically, to them and be like hey give me a nine to five consistent job that would give me money it doesn't exist it's, it's also not possible like another thing these sites yeah. are not just going to pay you to stream or like pay you to make exactly. videos and i'll tell you exactly why they don't do that the reason is is because they do not make money off of just you streaming or just you posting videos they make money when nope. you have large viewership they make money when people are actively like donating and stuff like that they make money because on twitch if you subscribe or youtube if you do like the join the community thing they make money off of that they make money because you are drawing people to their site they make money off of interaction yes and you it is your job to bring that interaction and if you don't they will just turn your back on you they don't yeah, they, care they just don't care because i mean like they again just don't care they got other people they, they've literally have unfortunately uh, uh like streamers uh, like me and lucy there's about a hundred thousand of them yeah, not even a hundred thousand. There's more like a million. Like, yeah, I was about to say, there's a million of us. There's a million so, like right small now, streamers. Trying, out all there. of us. Yep, all of us trying to do the exact same thing, right? It's that the difference. It's also like, it's the battle for viewership too. Like, mm -hmm. it's a doggy. It's a doggy dog world with content creation. Because here's the thing: when you were doing it, you were not only trying to build a community. You are battling thousands of other people in your exact same square. And basically trying to tell the world why are you different? Why are you? Sure, why should they give you their attention? Yeah, exactly. And sure, you can have friends that make uh, content creation as well, and that could help grow your community. It can. But like, if you have a friend who's very notes, larger, trust me, that only gets you so far. It, it does. really does. Take like, this as from experience, from the beginning of my stream. Believe it or not, Lucy. 
The, I, I, I thoroughly believe the only reason that I got to affiliate so quick was because of your community, right? I mean, I will say because this. Because of like, the friends that we had at the time. Yeah, I will say this. I do not want to sound like an egotistical person here, but like there are definitely quite a few friends that I helped get to affiliate in a really fast manner. And it's like, 100%. I fully believe like, that each one of those people, like, like including you, can get to an amazing place in the content world. But it's the fact and of the here's matter the is, issue. like, you can't, like, people can't be carried all the way there. Because there are thousands of larger yeah. creators out there right now who have been carried there. And after they got was carried, a... and that person just, and that person who carried them faded out of relevance, they dropped. Yep, I was like, just about to say, I gained, out of the 280 followers I have, I gained 240 of them within the first year of my channel. Exactly. I have been streaming now for four and a half years yeah no i've been streaming for five as of uh as of five April and a half five five and five years actually yeah you're right it's coming up yeah very I've been streaming soon. for five years in about a month as i started april 2018 and i'll tell you this right yeah. now like in the very first little bit my channel blew up but it has been a slow climb since i think i was sitting at 800 back in 2020 so mm -hmm. in like two years i hit 800 but I have maybe expanded about 120 since. And you know what happened, Lucy? You want to know why I stopped getting, uh, why I stopped, you know, uh, uh, my rating stop ratings, fucking, I guess, analytics stopped going up. Why? It's because I stopped streaming. I stopped being so consistent. I used no, to, you remember, like, I used to stream nearly every day or every other day. We'd always have people on, right? Yeah, it would well, be I mean, great. that's how it has to be as well. Yeah. It's like when I started college and I started working like an actual job outside of uh, all this, my issue mm -hmm. became I had a regular schedule. There's now three days a week where I cannot stream unless I wake up super early or I lose half of my like night's sleep before my next shift. Uh, oh, yeah. So I can't stream on those days now because it'll just fuck me over. And I work retail, so I'm customer facing all the time. It's not a job and where I can like, you know, like I'll tell you this. If I had a night job, like, you know, like just a night security guard where I didn't have to do much except kind of just monitor stuff and like respond to the occasional emergency, I could stream every day. Mm -hmm. Like I could get home stream because I just chilled out, you know, relaxed for a bit. But it's the fact yep. that, you know, I'm customer facing every day. So that my issue is I do all that and then to get home and have to jump on a stream and just be like and interact with more and more. people. I've interacted with everybody today. My personality is yep. not going to be like to the elevated level. It usually is when I'm streaming. But if I wake up early as shit to do it, I lose half my night's sleep to that. So it's like. Mm -hmm. It's just a mess because like I can't wake up an hour earlier and do an hour stream in the morning because it's too short to do anything. Uh, mm -hmm. But I also can't wake up four hours early and get like a three hour stream done and then just be like, OK, well, there's that. And now I've got to go yeah. to work exhausted. I mean, I, I, could do I... That, but it's not good because. Another thing is, like, I don't stream at those times normally. So if I stream from, like, 3 to 7, like, or if I stream from, like, 4 to 7 a.m., like, for U.S., that's going to be, like, the middle of the day for Australia, New Zealand, uh, like, parts of Europe. And then people are going to, people from those areas are going to start flooding in. And they're going to be like, and when I stop doing that eventually, they're going to be like, why are you never live this time? And I'm like, I... I never used to stream at that time. I was just kind of there. Like, it's what yeah. I had to do at the time. So then that side of my crazy. community is going to be completely cut out all of a sudden. 
Oh yeah. And it's crazy to even think back to that, uh, back to then, because like this, the schedule that I had at the time, because not only was I still in high school, right? Oh, so I was going to school. I was going to school every day or every five days a week. Right. Yep. Um, not only that, I had a full-time job. Yep. I work 40 hours a week uh, uh, at, a re- at a restaurant near me, right? In, in the back, cooking and constantly. Streamed. I streamed. Yep, I streamed at the time. And I had, uh, I was in the marching band. Yeah. So not only, so not only was my schedule uh, go to school, go to work, go home, go to school, go to band, go home, go to school. It was somewhere in between there. I had to fit a stream. No, yeah. Like, I'll tell you, I had the same thing. When I was in school, I was doing uh, quite a few things. I wasn't in a marching band, but I was in a thing at my high school called the Ambassadors, and we ran all the school's events. We did open houses. We, like, we ran the open houses ourselves. Like, I did scheduling. I did uh, radio contact between the tours. I was doing all that stuff. So it was like, we ran all the events, we set stuff up for students, set stuff up for aspiring students and so forth, did all that. In school five mm-hmm. days a week, uh, content creation outside of that, and I worked, um, I guess, part-time, but you can technically, it was nearly full-time uh, at a local CBS to me. Like, I was pulling, yep. I was pulling, what, 32 hours a week, maybe? So I was one shift short of a, short of a full-time job. Um, and that's why... Um, I know a lot of this episode has been a lot of like the negative sides of content creation, but I mean, that's why we just want to get, we just want to make awareness of it, of the, of just the, the, just some of the things that you could experience during your time as a content creation. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I will say Um, it is a lot of negatives in this episode, but it's like, it's, mm -hmm. it's something you need to be prepared for because like 100%, I don't care what anybody says. This is my opinion. You can disagree with it all you want. Content creation is one of the hardest jobs in the world. It's not the hardest. I will never say it is. Like there are jobs that, like you know, you could literally get killed on the job. And I mean, I think those are harder. But again, the thing is, is it's also pretty easy to get killed on the job as a content creator, whether that be from some crazy fucking viewer, or how there's creators out there who have committed suicide because like the internet just came down on them because of one thing. And other mm-hmm. content creators came down on them as well. Like there are these, I mean, think about I mean even think about this lead witch hunts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even think about think about this. Even if you do get up to a Twitch partner, right? Yeah, cool. Now Twitch wants now Twitch is gonna give you a contracted amount of hours that you have to stream. Exactly. And show your personality and be entertaining so you can continue to grow. As a partner. Um, and you have to do it. Otherwise, it's, you don't get paid. <laughs> well, you don't get like, paid, it's but not like can, for breaking a contract, you can also get sued. I, well, it would, I don't think they would sue you for it. They would just revoke your partnership again. Well, they can do and that. And then you like, would you have know, to completely start over. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to start over, but they would revoke your partnership, and they would make it a thousand times harder. For you to get it, right. you that's could what apply I mean. yeah. twenty more times, and they can just be like, "No, you broke our first contract. Why would we let you back in?" Mm-hmm. And you'd have to like show them basically like why you deserve to be in it. But it's like exactly. you'd have to prove to them. 
that's the thing is that that's like in my objective opinion that's why i'm always like you know partnership or a better status on any platform whether it be twitch youtube or uh anything else i'm always just like wary of it because it's like half the time you're gonna get a contract from these sites that are gonna be like hey this is what you have to do and it's like and at first you'd be like oh this is great but then three months into that contract say it's like a two-year contract like three months in there you're like oh man i'm really not feeling it this month i think i should just take some time off you can't you are contractually obligated to stream like what maybe say it's like 200 hours a month you're contractually people don't don't realize how many hours we're talking here we're talking time job hundreds of hours it's a full-time job like they can be contracted you think that you work like you know a full time job. You're forty hours a week. There's four. There's four. Uh, four weeks in a month, right? Four to five. Yeah, weeks try a month. playing. Yeah, so yeah. Say try like, playing. Well, hold on. Say, okay, try say there's four weeks in a month. That's already hundred and sixty hours that you work on a full time job. On Twitch, mm-hmm. you like on Twitch or other sites, you can be contractually obligated to upload set amount of videos a month on YouTube, for example, or like say this on Twitch, and it could be like you know what, uh, like twenty five videos a month, and that gives you five days off. Or you could be like, you know, 200 hours a month. You're already at that point working longer than a full-time job because you have to edit. You have to work with your editors if you have editors. You have to record all the stuff. You have to stream all the stuff. And it's like, you're just fucked. I was about to say, taking a day off as a content creator, that's another thing. It's scary. It's so important. That's the thing, though. It's important, but There needs to be be a line drawn in the sand between um creators and companies they're creators and companies because some of these creators are absolutely were or at least were getting absolutely overworked overworked but they're also just like sure they're being burned out i was about to say sure you may say they're making millions of dollars but hear me out they're not if they were an actor if they were an actor they would be making quadruple the amount but hell they're not in hollywood even (laughs) then i will say like even if they're even if you think they're making millions of dollars half the time these creators really aren't like yeah more than off more than more than often than not these creators are making barely enough to get by it's true there are some of these creators out there that have like six seven hundred thousand people can you imagine six hundred seven thousand six hundred to seven hundred thousand people is enough to fill up most stadiums on this planet i need to tell you uh but like just think about that like six to seven hundred thousand people watch you and you're making barely enough uh to get like to keep your house that's like insane or even keep your apartment and it's like yeah okay shit but like it's just what people need to consider like it's a nightmare for half the creators out there and i mean there are thousands of positives as well as content creation but it's just it's i was about to say and what's really important here, and what we're trying to emphasize a lot, right, is the fact that you need to take breaks for yourself. You need to take breaks. You need and to you know. Also need to find ways to manage it. Like, yes, I'll tell you, you this need right to. Good. Um, I was about to say you need to know when too much is too much, because if you overwork yourself and burn yourself out and disappear, your fan base will disappear with you. Exactly. And here's the thing. If you just disappear even for a week, radio silence, so many of them are just going to be like, oh, well, they're gone, I guess. If you like stream they're daily, they're going to be like, oh, well, next, I guess they're not here they in a find, week. And they'll go they to find the streamers. next creator. 
they find the next creator that is in their feed. It is so it is so easy nowadays to find uh yeah, and creators. I mean, if you in... lose that base, then you're fucked. Like you're gonna have to rebuild that entire part that left. But it's like one other thing about it too is like it's just it's difficult. And I want to go back to the point when Oof said, like, you know, just taking a day off as well. This mm-hmm. is a thing that I saw from an actual content creator recently. Uh, they're an artist on Instagram that I follow. Uh, their name is Aristocrat or something like that. Um, they make like the they make this like uh, this with this witch series. I can't remember the name of it. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. Like they do a bunch of art and it's really cool. Um, mm. And I mean, I want to say like they took a day off from posting. And I just remember reading the description on their next post. Like, they added another part to the series, and they just said, Hey, guys, sorry I took a day off. Uh, And they, like, went on to mention, like, you know, how scary it was taking a day off since that content creation job, like, their art there, is their only source of income. That is their job. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just, like, here's the thing. So many of you who work a stable job will never, and I mean never, know the fear of taking a day off and just wondering if your job will be there when you get back. Like, here's a hype. Yeah, here's a hypothetical situation for you. Imagine you worked at an Amazon plant, but instead, every time you go to work, you'd have to get in a line of 2,000 people and sit in that line to guarantee that you, ha- you got your work done and get you your money shift and go day. home. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like, That's basically what content creation is it is but it's also like it's also something else of just it's it's wondering how to keep audience retention it's wondering how to find new audiences and it's like it's expanding like as the internet expands it's now it's not only a battle of just who can i find on this platform anymore it's a battle of who can i pull from these other platforms and bring them here who can i pull from here how do i grow it's yeah it's building yourself because here's the thing Anybody, anybody can just pick up an OBS, like a program like OBS and start a stream. Anybody can do that. But you need to have something about you that makes people want to come into your streams. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you this right now. There are thousands of creators out there. There are thousands of gimmicks. All of them have one thing about them. What made them different? Like, take Mr. Beast, for example. What makes him different? And it's the fact that Mm -hmm. every time he does a video, it's helping the world in some way. It's him just like changing somebody's life because he, that's how he wants it. What made him, what made him so different is the fact that, uh, and I was actually going to mention this earlier when we were talking about, uh, we should also wrap this up pretty soon. Are we almost out of time? Oh yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, But uh, just kind of wrap things up. Yeah. 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 Uh, just to wrap things up uh, real quick with the Mr. Beast thing. He, when he first, when he first was doing all these crazy videos with like the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, leaf blowers and stuff like that, he was using, he was not use basically taking a single dime of his monetization to himself. He put every, every single dime he made videos. right back into his videos. And he told and a great story. And you may think point. now... And you may think now, sure, since he's bigger, right, and has 150 or however many fucking subs now at this point, that he would change, right? And his videos, all of his money would just go towards himself. No! All of his money still goes towards the videos. Like, Sure, he's rich now, 
He keeps but, a little bit, you know, so he can get by and stuff. But like, you know, the dude made a bunch of money off one video. And what did he do? He cured a thousand people's blindness. And then after that, he cured a thousand people's death, like being dead. I mean, fucking hell. I mean, fucking hell. He, 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 the only time we hear him spending money, right? About times others. of being spending grain mouth is spending it on others. The most recent thing, this man literally bought an entire neighborhood for his crew to live in. Yeah. An entire neighborhood block. Like, and I mean, I'll tell you this. It's like, it's just what makes people different. Like, why they're doing things. Like, another channel I really love is Yes Theory. And they do something similar to Mr. Beast, except it's not related to money at all. Like, their whole thing is about breaking the daily routine and just change, like, changing, like, what you do in your daily life. They want people to have new experiences. They want people to do something and just, like, seek discomfort is what they call it, pretty much. Yeah, I was about and to say, uh, I really, I really like their channel. Dude, I've, they're one of my favorite creators just ever. And I mean, I will tell you this right now. One day I want to invite them onto this podcast. For sure. Like, they are, they are just amazing people and I love them. And it's just, it's just what makes you different. Like, what are the things you want to do and why do you want to do it? Like, it, you can't just be, as a creator, you can't just turn on a game and do it. You need to constantly be thinking, what would make a good video? What would my community like? How do I make this different than other streams, other videos? How do I do this differently? And like, now, because here's the thing. I will tell you this right before we wrap up here. Every single video that you make has one thing that no other video on the Internet has. And that's you. And I get yep. it. It sounds cliche. It sounds like it's a fucking greeting card. I get it. But it's true. <laughs> every sure. other, every video on the entire internet, on the entire content creation side, has one thing that's different from all the others. And it's that person who made it. Because they can put their own spin on it. They can put their own people in it. They can put whatever they want to because they are the ones making it. Different, different amounts of effort. Stuff like that. It's yeah. like even that, like, you know, different amount of effort. Like, if you put a lackluster amount of effort into something, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get lackluster results. But if you put yep. the world into something, it may, hell, it may crash and burn. It like, but that's how it goes. There are movies out there in Hollywood. It's the same thing happens. People put the world in some of their movies, and they crash and burn. But you know what they did after that? They got up and they made another one. I was, and I was just about to say, if you're listening to this, and are now stressing out about being a content creator. Don't. Being a content creator is very fun and can be a very rewarding experience. It can. And I mean, I one say thing this. I will say, the one thing I will say right off the bat. Um, well, this, do the not expect of, speed. Right? No, well, that a and b. If you are doing this for money, right? You're already like, the wrong and I'm business. talking. I'm talking if you are getting into this for money, just stop while you're ahead. Yeah. You're you will have no fun. Reasons. You, you will have no fun with what you're doing, and you will be miserable with your job. Yeah. You're, it, I if will you, tell you this Even right if now. you make it. Even if you don't. Like, even if you do, but you're already in it for the wrong reasons. Because if you're chasing the money on this, you are not going to grow. Wrong industry, buddy. Wrong fucking industry. Like, like I'm, I'm telling you, like, esports. You won't if esports if esports didn't prove a point to anyone with fate, how much money FaZe is losing right now, I don't know what will. Yeah, but it's like again, another thing I want to add on is yeah, don't stress about becoming a content creator because here's the thing: as much as the negatives exist in it, you are basically 
getting to be who you want to be. And that is you're your own boss. It's something that is so rewarding in life, in my opinion. Being self-employed is so so wonderful. It is. Not being able to do your job how you want to do it and being able to profit off of that is amazing. It is. And be and not as in profiting profiting as in like, you know, you're taking home money. Even just to make money to meet ends meet, right? Yeah. Like for instance, when I got my first when I got my first Twitch uh check from affiliate, you know what I spent it on? What? Braces. That's fair. <laughs> On a like, it's the same thing for me. Is like you know, every every dollar I get, like it goes to one of two places. It goes to keeping me in a place where I can keep making content, or it goes to keeping uh, to keep improving my content. Like I'll tell you this right now. I know I'm not the best editor, and I'm working on improving it. But in the time being, I've hired a couple editors. Oof, being one of them. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's how it's how it goes. Like I know I'm not in a place where I can provide the most entertaining edits. I don't know enough about editing. So while I practice, I have other people working with me. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, about to say, I'm no, I'm no prof. I claim to be. I even told Lucy, I claim to be no professional. I just the way the only reason I think about uh, editing, and I think that like you know our styles would go well together. Is I kind of think. The way I kind of edit things is how would my ADHD, when would my ADHD brain scroll away? Yes. Right. If I was seeing this on TikTok, when would I scroll away? And if there's a moment, a dead moment in there, take it out. I will also say this. That is a very important piece of advice. It's not, it doesn't even just extend to editing only. It's just always think about it when you're working on your next idea. This is what you need to think about when you're working on a thumbnail, when you're working on your next idea, when you're working on anything at all, this is what you need to think about. Would mm-hmm. I click on this video if I saw it? Would I watch this stream if I clicked in and saw the first five seconds of it? Mm-hmm. And some, and some help. The answer is no. If the answer is no, why, why don't you like it? Find out that yep. reason and fix it. And one of the things that can help with that, uh, just, you know, kind of getting on the, specifics of thumbnails right uh something that my one of my friend does right he'll go yeah. into he'll come into the the discord call randomly all of a sudden he's like okay hey i'm gonna flash two images at you which one pops out of your eye first which one do you see first right yeah. and he'll pop it and we're like oh the right one okay cool because it's it's all about that eye retention and, and those those red arrows too yeah, those red arrows and that big text may seem crazy. There's a reason those videos have so many views. Well, there's a reason, Just but also, because... I do want to say one more thing about it, too. It's that, but it's also the ability to not have to, like, uh, what's the word? I'm going to use the word catfish because I don't remember the other word, but don't catfish your videos. Yeah, for sure. And what I mean by that is, like, you know, don't make a video and then take a thumbnail that has nothing to do with what's in the contents of the video. Yeah, like, don't clickbait. Know, don't clickbait. Click that's the fucking word. Yeah. yeah. Like, like clickbaiting click is like, good. The clickbaiting is good to a certain degree, but don't like, I jumped out of a plane and you're playing Fortnite. Yeah. Don't. Like, <laughs> you don't. can't do it like that. Like, if you're testing GTA myths or something like that, like some creators have been doing recently, you can make it so like, you know, like it's Mount GTA Chiliad's related, secrets, you know. Yeah, you that's can do fine. something like what, that, whatever. but you don't. Fine. Like, 
you don't say like, oh, the Mount Chilead secrets have been solved. You don't say like that. Yeah. Like, because it's not solved, but you can like mention that I'd if push. there's like a small five second segment about Chilead in the video. For sure. Because that's For not sure. technically clickbaiting, but it's also not a bad way of doing it. All in all, we just want everyone that at least listens here. To, and honestly, everyone around the world, all content creators, to just Thank we you. can be one big community. Like that, again, that, that's all we want. This is one thing that like I hold like close to my heart. If I ever make it to a big content creator, I want to see content creators become what I've always believed they should be, and that is mm-hmm. a community of people who want to just. I don't know, make people's days better, just make entertaining content. I don't want to see any more of this, like, make a difference. Yeah, like, I don't want to see any more of this, oh, I just want to, like, you know, show off cars, I just want to do this. But, like, you know, I don't think people appreciate the type of power that content creators have when they build up Mm -hmm. an audience, when they work together. Like, they can change the world. Like, Mark Rober, Mr. Beast, uh, Team Trees, uh, uh, the Ocean Trash Cleanup, it's... The amount of power that content creators have is one of the most Immense. it's it's one of the most powerful things on earth. And I just think and people should I, utilize it's that. All, I was about to say it's just all about how you use it. Yeah. It really is. Either way. But I think that'll I think we're uh, way over time right now. So we're not way over time. It is the we, thing is here, we here's the thing we'll Yeah. And I, I can we can talk about this on the podcast. It's just a tiny thing. I don't think we should. Uh, I don't think time uh, time limits are really an issue for us. That's true. You know, because like, even if like we have our ADHD ramblings and we go off on a tangent, right? Yes. Um, I, I feel as though they're they're mostly mostly within context, and they don't stray too far, right? They are. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by all the floating, floating things. No, you're good. I've wanted to do that the whole episode. I've just been seeing them like, I want to grab it. Oh, I just punched my monitor. Nice. But yeah, but no, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, you got anything yeah, else? Yeah. But I was about to say, I think that uh, pretty much wraps it up. Uh, my kind of final words are, um, if you ever thought about being a content creator, just do it. Just start. Yeah, takes I mean, one. It takes takes two mind. clicks. It might be it might be really really hard work, but it is so rewarding in the end. It is rewarding, and I mean, my final words as well would be will be this: you don't need the best technology for it. I have you known don't. people who have said like, "Oh, I don't have like the top tier. You don't you like I don't have the top tier you game. See, you don't need it." Like I, I'm telling you this right I now. I have seen people okay. who have literally started making their content, and their first content was them setting up a camera in front of a television playing a game while commentating and that I'll, was it I'll, and yep, that i'll say this right glorious for them i'll say this right now if you have a if you have a phone you can be a content creator all right even if you don't, don't have, have a, phone, a pc don't have a pc right but you want to stream games you got a console you can stream yeah but you I can mean, be a content even, creator even if you don't have a phone or a computer or like console or anything like you know say you just have like an old beat up video camera and you and you skateboard Make some skateboarding videos. Set up that camera. Do some tricks. Upload it local, at the library. Go, go to your local library. Yeah. Uh, like yep. edit and upload there. Or yeah. like find a computer center that'll let you do that. There Why is, not? and I mean this. I mean this in the mo- in the nicest way possible. 
there is no excuse. You do not have an excuse to not make content if you want to do it. There That's are correct. thousands all, of ways to do it. It's all about the effort that you choose to put into it because there's exactly. an audience there's an audience for everything. It's just about getting to them. Exactly. That is my firm belief. There is an audience for everything and there always will be. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's about everything. Yeah, I think that'll wrap it up here. All right. Well, as always, we're really glad to be back. We hope you all enjoyed the episode. And I mean, check out some of the links in the description. There's two forms down there. If you'd like to become a guest on this podcast, fill one of them out. It'll ask you, you know, your Discord and then also just some like general information on what you want your episode to be about. It also, uh, there's also a Q&A section and I do want to bring the Q&A back. So, you know, if you guys want to drop some questions down there, we'll answer them on the 30th of every month. So the second episode of every month, uh, we'll answer some questions for you guys. And you can also leave suggestions for the podcast that you can uh, leave creators that we want to invite, or you can also just say like, hey, I really like when you guys did this. Could you do more of it? Exactly. Um, Yeah. And I mean, also, both of our separate channel links are down there. Go check them out. I've been uploading on Dark. Yes. Um, But yeah, that, and I mean, yeah, the Hell's Newsletter socials are also down there. There's Twitter, TikTok. TikTok really doesn't have any many posts on it, but I'm going to try and work a bit more on that. It's it as I as we said this episode, it is about the effort. I just need to get more into it. But yeah, I will get some more posts up there for that. And I mean, follow our Twitter for all like all updates about the podcast. We can't always post them to YouTube and Spotify and stuff like that because sometimes it's just a few quick words like our hiatus. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, if you guys just want to stay updated, let's follow us on Twitter. We also have a Discord server in the description below too. If you guys want to just hop in there. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yep. All right. We got to wrap it up here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, leave a like on the podcast or or the whatever whatever the buttons are on whatever platform you're on. Upvote, like, save, subscribe, download, save, download, whatever the all of it. Uh, yeah. Only reason we ask is because it helps. Like you know, it helps us get seen by other like-minded people, other people you think would be like the podcast. And I mean, you know, send the podcast to people you think would enjoy it. Like you know, we're just two guys making a podcast just because we love what we do. But 100%. Yeah. yeah. You got any last words? Nah, I think that's it. All right. Have a great day, guys, and we will see you all on June 30th. Peace out.